All right, well, we'll get started. Um, go ahead and set your props in front of your mat, like out in front of it. So that way there's room for everyone. And then we're going to start with child's pose. So come onto your hands and knees with your big toes touching your knees apart enough that you can sit back on your heels. And then keeping your butt close to your heels, bring your forehead to the floor or a block if it won't reach. But your butt stays close to the heels. And you can spread the knees wider sometimes. That'll make it easier to do so. And then just rest your arms. And focus on your breath. up onto your hands and knees. Separate your feet about you know, hip width apart. Spread your fingers and flatten your hands to the floor. And then as you exhale, start rounding your back, tucking your head and tailbone down and toward each other. And as you inhale, arch into a back bend, lifting your tailbone and head up. And as you exhale, round your back, lifting up out of your shoulders. And then as you inhale into a back bend, sink into your shoulders. And exhaling, round your back. And as you inhale, arch into a back bend. Then as you exhale, round. And inhale, back bend. Now this time as you exhale and round, lift your right knee up towards your face. But keep your shoulders above your wrists so your arms are vertical. But try to bring your right knee up toward your face, face curling toward the knee. And then as you inhale, put the knee down. Just do a back bend, just a simple back bend. And as you exhale, round your back, left knee lifts towards your face. Really curl your forehead toward the knee and lift the knee toward the forehead. And then knee down as you inhale to a back bend. Exhale, right knee again, rounding, right knee pulls up towards your face. Spreading your shoulder blades, lifting tall out of the arms. And inhale, knee down, back bend. And as you exhale, left knee. Press each knuckle to the floor on your hands. Shoulders staying above the wrists. And then knee down into a back bend. Now just simply round your back, no knee stuff 
for this one, just round. But now as you inhale to a back bend, lift your right knee up behind you, keeping the knee bent and the hips level. Let your lower back dip in towards your belly. So the knee is bent, right knee is bending, toes looking at ceiling. And then exhale, knee down, round your back. As you inhale, back bend, lift the left knee. Keep it bent at a right angle. So the knee is bent, lift it straight up. Keep your hips level. But lift the knee though, do lift it. Let your back dip in more. Chest opening. And exhale, knee down, round your back. As you inhale, right knee lifts as you back bend. Watch your hips so that you're not twisting the right hip up. Instead, let it roll down a little bit. And exhale, knee down, round your back. Inhale, left leg as you back bend. Think of the left foot moving to the left, the knee moving to the right. It's like you're tipping the shin out to the side. And exhale, the knee down, round your back. And then inhale to a simple back bend, just back bending. Then keep your hips above your knees. Walk your fingers forward for half dog pose. So the hips stay right over the knees. Hands walk forward. And with straight arms, chest and chin down, but keep the hips above the knees. Mm -hmm. So move your knees back more. Okay. Way, way back. Uh -huh. Now keep your hips there. That's more. Now walk your hands forward two or three inches. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Let the legs take the weight, but let your back release and bend toward the floor. So it's like you're, if you see a kitty slide on a playground, your hips are the top and your whole back through the fingers is the slide. Let your belly fall toward the floor. Let your heart fall toward the floor. And then drawing your belly in, lift back up onto your hands and knees. With your hands near the front of your mat, arch into a back bend. So the head and tailbone are lifted. Then keep the lower back dipping in. Tuck your toes. And then lift to a bent knee downward dog. So pick your knees up. Push your hips back, but keep your knees really bent. Mm -hmm. Step your feet wider than your hips. Now, knees are bent. That means they're not straight, right? So bend your knees a lot. And now, with your knees bent a lot, open your knees as wide as your ankles. Mm -hmm. So you have to look to see that they are. Then keep your knees bent and open a little. With your hands, press your chest and your hips as far back toward the back of the room as possible without straightening your knees. So you flatten your back, you open the armpits, and then keep working the hips back. Start straightening your legs slowly, reaching your thigh bones away from your belly. Good, then exhale, lower both knees so that they land at the same time on the floor. And inhale to a back bend. Drawing your head up, tailbone up. Exhale, round your back. Tuck your head towards your chest, tailbone under. Inhale, back bend. 
and exhaling round. And then inhale, back bend. Tuck your toes again. Now, your lower back, dip it in, meaning if it were to rain in here, your lower back would catch the rain and be a pool of water in your lower back. So there's no rounding, it's not flat, but curved in. Keep that curve going in as you lift into a bent knee downward dog again. Walk your feet enough back from the hands you have a long stride. But with your knees bent, again, press your hips back, press your heart back, but draw your low back in like you had on hands and knees. Try to create that curve going in. And then as you keep trying to keep that curve, slowly straighten your legs, trying not to erase that curve that's coming in, which will cause the hamstrings to become more vocal, possibly. And then looking forward, bend your knees a little, walk your feet up to the front end of your mat. So your feet end up hip width, just hip width, but turn your feet so the outer edges of the feet, if you were to trace them, are parallel with the sides of the mat. So it'll feel turned in slightly. Now, bend your knees a lot, fingertips on the floor in front of your feet, straight arms, put your weight to your heels, as you stand on your fingertips, lift your chest up, stand on your fingertips, not palms, fingertips, then as you bend your knees, keep the feet turned in, heels turned out a little, flatten your back, and then lay over your bent legs. And look at your knees, are they as wide as your ankles? If not, don't move the feet, just spread open the knees. Then keep trying to spread, the, keep the knees spreading. Again, lift up onto your fingertips, flatten your back with your knees bent, but sit into your heels, sit back a little, but bend your knees enough to make that possible. Look up, look forward, flatten your back. And then exhale, lay over your bent knees. Your fingers should not be holding you up. They should just be there for kind of a balance thing. Good, again, lift up onto your fingertips, flat back, look forward. Now, feet are hip width, so don't take them wider than that. Keep the feet parallel, knees open. Now, without moving your feet, knees are really bent. Try to push your heels apart, but they won't move. Try to push the heels away from each other. And as you do, keep the knees open. Stick your butt out, chest out even more. Try to curve the low back in. And then keep working this way and lay over your bent knees. And then bring your hands onto your hips. Draw your elbows towards your back. Keeping the knees bent, lift to a flat back and then keep that flat back as you come all the way up to standing, straightening your legs. And then inhale, sweep your arms up overhead. Reach up through your fingers. Thumbs pointing behind you. Now move your thigh bones back a little bit so your butt sticks out. The lower back will curve in. And grab onto your left wrist. Keep your left thumb looking back, but pull the arm as you reach it up. And now sway your hips to the left. Don't bend anywhere. Just sway your hips to the left. More weight on that left foot. 
Now start to bend a little to the right, a little side bend. Mm -hmm. But keep your thighs moving back, belly drawing back, chest lifting up, and then come back up to center. Grab the right wrist, your right thumb points behind you. Then move the fronts of your thighs back a bit. Then keep them back, sway your weight over to your right foot. The pelvis is actually going to dip a little on the left down. Then start to side bend to the left. But your arm is next to your ear as you reach and pull so the arm's not just hanging out, but is reaching you over. Breathe. Turn your left shoulder a little forward, right one a little back. And then bring it back up. Reach through both arms upward. Move your thighs back again. Stick your butt out. Now try to push your heels to the sides, but don't actually let them move. Keep pushing the heels out as you exhale. Tip your pelvis as you forward as you come down with straight legs. You can't touch every finger to the floor. Put a block under each hand. So that's where the blocks come in. Every fingertip touching or using blocks. Then inhaling. If you're on blocks or floor, doesn't matter. Keep your arms straight, but bend your knees, just like we did earlier, a lot. Lean into your heels, lift your chest, flat back. And then trying to keep the heels pushing out, straighten your legs as you keep looking up. Don't lean on your blocks. You should be able to pick your hands up and nothing happen. And then keep the legs straight. Exhale, lay over your straight legs. Just fold down. Yeah, then inhaling, sweep your arms out to the side as you come up to standing with a flat back. Reaching up, watch your feet. Many of you have turned your toes out. Turn the heels out, toes in. Then exhaling, fold from your hips to come down, pushing the heels toward the sides of the room. Bring your blocks to about here. Good. Keep your legs firm. Now bend your knees. Sit into your heels. Knees open, chest lifted. Make your back flat. Stick your chest out forward. More. If you can't, bend the knees more. Bend more to get more opening in the chest. Then keep your chest lifting. Back flat. Straighten your legs slowly. But not lock the knees. Keep the legs engaged. Then fold over your straight legs letting your head relax. Good, then inhaling with a flat back, come all the way to standing. So stick your chest out, open the arms to come up, reaching up overhead. Good, exhale, down again, pressing the heels toward the side wall as you come down. Good, then bend your knees. This time touch the floor, look forward. Make sure you're at the front of your mat so you can exhale that left foot back to a lunge and have room. Fingers scoot in line with your ankle. Now wiggle the left foot as far back as you can go, but keep the right knee directly above the ankle. Right. Then stretch your back leg straight as you stand up on your fingertips. Flatten your back out here. Draw your heart forward. And then step forward. Feet back there. Make sure at the front, step the right foot back. Fingers scoot back next to your front ankle. 
So hands are not in front of it. So look up for a second. Is this my ankle? I mean, this is a silly question, but is this my ankle? This is the ankle. Your fingertips are in line here. They're not reaching forward. And this front shin bone is vertical, knee above the ankle. That's what's going to keep your knee safe. All right, then reaching the back leg straight, draw your chest forward, stand on your fingertips. So you see how this knee, you want move your right foot to the back edge of your mat. Now, no, no, that foot's there. This foot's actually here, foot right there. Now bring your fingers, fingertips there. Now take your right foot a foot back. This hand the same with this one. That's it. Good. And then step forward again. Both legs straight, hands on blocks if needed, but turn your heels out. Knees unlocked, but straight. Then keep your legs engaged. Lift your chest to a flat back. Slide up your shins, hands on your legs. Look forward. And then exhale, fold down. Good. Bend your knees again. Touch the floor, look forward, flattening out your back. Step your left foot back. Fingers in line with your ankle. Stand on your fingertips. Stand on your fingernails if you can, so your fingers stay their normal color. Now wiggle your left foot even more back. Many of you, your butt is higher than the right knee. Bring the hips down to knee level. Mm -hmm. Then place your right hand on your right knee. Lift your chest up as much as you can. Stand on your fingertips, palms off the floor, and now twist to the right pressing into your knee to help you turn. As you turn, that back thigh, lift it more so that you're able to twist the pelvis, turn the hips more. Roll your right shoulder backward, lean backward, lean away from this wall so that you back bend your spine. And then exhale, bring the hand back and step forward. and then take your right foot back. Make sure your feet are near the front edge of the mat, like really up at the front. Blocks would be off the mat so that you have plenty of room. Now, in the high lunge, scoot the right foot as far back as you can, butt down at knee level, back leg straight. Now look up, lift your chest up. Now keep this lifting and looking forward and up. Put the left hand on your left knee. Keep lifting as you press your knee and turn to the left. Turn the pelvis so that it's not level but turning with you. Open the chest. Ears back, shoulders back. Back bend more. But back legs straight and lifting. It's lifting with the breath in. And then undo the twist, place your hands, step into downward dog, left foot back, hands at the front end of your mat, I mean be at the front end. I don't know any other words for the front end. Now with your hands really pressing the floor, press your butt up and back again. So you're really tall, your butt is up, chest is back, now bend your knees a lot like you did earlier. With the feet a little wider than the hips, knees as wide as the ankle, draw your low back into your belly, pull it in. 
If you can't, your feet might be too close to you. Push up. Don't move your hands. Just push your butt that way. And then keep the low back curving in. Slowly straighten your legs, turning your heels toward the side walls. And try to lift each toe and spread the toes to take the heels a little more down. And then looking forward, bend the knees a little bit. Walk your way up to the front of your mat until your feet are hip width. The outsides of your feet are parallel. Fingertips on blocks if you need them. And then keeping your legs straight and engaged. Inhaling, lift your chest up to a flat back. Shoulders roll back, chest sticking out. Then exhale, fold down. Inhale again, lifting up, flat back. Exhaling, fold it down. Inhaling, flat back. Now pause in the flat back. Take one hand to your lower back. Is there a valley between the two sides of your back? So you have to put fingertips on there. You can't rub the back of your hand. Put your fingerprints at the lowest part of your back. If there is an indention, meaning a valley between the two sides, then you've got it. If you were to pour water into, down your back, if it would run off the low back, it's not curved in enough. Then exhale, fold down. So that's just a way to kind of tell. Good. Then inhaling with a flat back, come all the way up to standing, sweeping the arms out, lifting up. And then exhale, fold down again. Tip your pelvis without rounding or bending your back. Can you imagine yourself in like a cast or a corset around your spine that you hinge like, a, like one of those Swiss Army knives from the hips to come down to touch the blocks or floor? And then bend your knees, touch the floor again, look forward with the flat back. Then step your left foot back for that high lunge. The fingers scoot back with you. All right. Now put your back foot flat on the floor so that the heels are in line. The left toes look almost all the way out to the left. They're a little turned forward. Now, I'll say that again because half of you are there. All right, back foot, the bottom of your back foot flat on the floor so that you make a full footprint. But your toes look toward this wall mostly. Don't turn them all the way forward or all the way out, but more here. Now, place a block to the outside of your right foot. Put it on the tallest height that it can go. All right. Now, look at your right knee. See how far away from the floor it is, and then look at your right hip and see how far away it is from the floor. If the hip is not the same height as the knee from the floor, if it's taller, then the feet need to go spread, need to spread wider. Alright, put your right hand on the block, other hand on your hip, and pause there. Turn your chest to the left. Now look at your right knee. Is it over the ankle? It means bend your knee. Bend your knee. 
Then lift and turn your chest. Then keep your front knee bending, your chest turning up. Just like on hands and knees, how you arch the back in, get that arch in the lower back by sticking your butt out a little bit, lifting your chest up more. Then keep arching your back in, straighten your right leg slowly. Bring your heels in the same line. That'll make it more balanced, more stable for you. So hop the left foot over to the right more. Mm -hmm. Even more, like more right here. Mm -hmm. Bring the heel more toward me. Bring it toward me that way. See if that's any more stable. Uh -huh. Then turning your chest up, keeping the back bend happening. Lift every toe, each foot, just the toes. So toe prints come up. Now bend your knees just like slightly, not much bend at all. And as you bend the knees a little bit, stick your butt and chest out even more. Curve the back in, and then keep the curve, straighten the knees, but don't lock them. Meaning don't push the knees back, but draw the kneecaps toward the hips. Then raise your left arm upward. Breathe. Palm facing forward. Lean back like if you had a wall behind you. Your head, your shoulders, and the right hip would touch it. Turn this heel out more, uh -huh. and then turn, straighten this knee, so straighten it out a little bit more, uh -huh. and then lean your chest back a little bit. Uh -huh. Bring your head back more, so it's not in front of your shoulders, but more open. Good, now keep your legs straight and strong, reaching through the left arm and leg, come up to standing. Only thing that happens is you just come up, the legs stay the same. The right foot, knee, leg looking out, left one slightly turned in. Now, when you go back into triangle, go from the pelvis. Some of you are doing this. See how this didn't move, but this did. Don't move this, move the pelvis. See how the pelvis went? Let the pelvis tip you over to come down. So you deepen this hip crease on the right to come into the pose. And then open the chest, back bending, arms reaching. And then bend the front knee back to its lunge. Then sweep the top arm over and down to the floor, turning the back heel up. Step forward. And then once you're there, step the right foot back. But are you at the front of your mat? Everyone walk your toes till you're at the, the cliff, the cliff of your mat, the edge. Then step your right foot back. Fingers scoot back. Your right foot should be back so far that the best it can do is be um, the bottom of your foot being pretty much vertical. Does that make any sense? So walk your right foot far back. Then put the foot flat. Put the heels in line, but your right toes are slightly turned toward the front wall. Front knee over the ankle. Bend the, right, or bend the left knee. Bend it. Then put your block on the outside of your foot. Tall setting. Left hand on the block, other hand to the hip. Now pause. Look at your left knee and left hip. All right. Are they the same level? If not, walk the right foot further back. 
it shouldn't feel easy per se. It shouldn't feel easy to be here. It should take a little work for the legs to hold you up. Now lift and turn your chest. Really lift and open. Then arch the low back in. Bring it back to its neutral curve, its normal curve. Then keep it curling in. Keep it in that, that place as you straighten the left leg. And go slow enough to feel the moment your back wants to erase that curve. You'll know if you're doing it because the hamstring stretch will get more and more increased. Right? Which is why we have the block there, so that you're able to. Now once the leg is straight, look at the foot. Are the, is the foot and are the toes looking straight ahead at the front wall? Is the left knee and thigh, the front of the knee and thigh, looking with the toes and foot? So if not, turn the thigh to look with it. Then bend your left knee just a little bit, but lift every toe up. Every toe up, but bend the front knee a little. Bend it, but move it a little out to the side, out to the left, just a little. And now keeping the knee bent and open, stick your butt out, tailbone up, chest up. Make your back dip in even more. Then keep dipping in, slowly straighten the left leg. Turn your chest up once it is, and then the top arm can reach up. Palm looking toward me. Bring the thumb of the top arm above your right ear. So there's a vertical arm. Breathe. Move your back foot more to the left so it's more in line with the front foot. Turn your belly and chest upward. Uh -huh, exactly. Now turn this straight out. Turn that. Roll this out that way. Now let the knee straight. Let your right hip turn down a little, but turn your chest the other way, upward. And now stretch the arm. Keep the legs really strong, holding you up. Your block should not feel, think of your block as a really tiny animal. Would it live by the weight you're putting on it? Does that, does that resonate? You see how much we're leaning on the hand? The hands were never made to hold us up for this long. Right? So use your legs so much that you don't even have to touch the block. But then balance becomes an issue. That's why we have the finger there. Come up sideways as you inhale, reaching the right arm and leg. But nothing changes. Nothing turns. Nothing moves. Just come up. Pause. Reach through the arms and legs. Now turn your pelvis toward the front foot. That means the right pelvis turns a little forward, the left one a little back. Then keep that turn, but from the pelvis, hinge over the left leg, coming down to the block by taking the pelvis more into the pose. Mm -hmm. And again, don't squash that poor little animal. Turn the left knee out so that the middle of the leg is turning to face straight ahead. Then bend the front knee slowly. Top arm goes overhead and back to the floor into a lunge, downward facing dog. When you get to downward dog, again, with the feet a little more wide than the hips, bend your knees a, a nice amount. Open them as wide as the ankle. And then keep them bent and open. Curve your low back in. Is it curving easily or are we struggling with it? I mean, I can see what's happening. I'm asking what you think is happening. Is the low back curving in or not? 
The answer is no for most of you. <laughs> Good. Bring the knees down to the floor. Now curve the back in. Mm -hmm. So you're arching. So you know you can do it, right? Because you're doing it here. But what's keeping you from doing it in downward dog? So can you, from here, keep the low back curving in, toes are tucked, go so slow into down dog that that low back dip stays happening more and more and more and lift up slowly, slowly. So you lift the knees, keep them bent, lower back in and go into down dog the same way. Now when you get into the down dog, that curve's going to erase a little because of the shape you're in, but there should be still a little pronounced dip. Then keep the dip as you stretch the legs slowly straight. Sending the thighs toward the back wall. Sending the heels toward the back edge of your mat. And then looking forward, bend your knees a little, walk, or if you're feeling groovy, jump your way up to the front of your mat. To the feet being hip width. The outer feet parallel, using the blocks if needed. All right, now bend your knees, touch the floor, and now walk your feet off your mat. Spread them open fairly wide. And now bend your knees so your butt is at knee level. Fingertips on the floor, lift up, flatten your back. So butt to knee level. Now, look at your feet. Turn your feet out only as much as your knees can look in that same direction as the center of your foot. And the knees stay directly above the ankle. Does that make sense? Your knees and toes look the same way, but your knees are not more close together than the ankles. Spread open the knees. Good, and then scoot the heels apart, just spin the heels out, and then once the feet are straight ahead, straighten the legs, keep looking up. Mm -hmm. Dip your low back in more and more, the best you can. All right, now re-bend the knees, spin the heels in, so you're back to where you just were. Butt down, toes turned out, so you actually do turn the feet out, about maybe halfway if you can. Knees over the ankle. Now, place your hands on your thighs, just at the knee, and stand up on your hands, like come up. So you're, you probably see dancers do this, right? So butt down, chest up. Now, from here, keep the knees over the ankles, so don't let them fall in. Keep them open. Dip your left shoulder forward, twist a little to your right, but gently encourage the left thigh to move back. So you feel that opening on the left inner thigh and then come back to center. Bend the right shoulder, dip it forward. But look, if you, I don't know if you can see me, but the hands on the inside of the thigh, you're moving it out. You're holding the leg open as you twist. And then come to center. Then slide down your shins a little and use your arms to press the thighs open. Butt down, butt down, butt down. Press out. So your elbows are touching your legs. Move your hands higher up. Yeah, now drop your butt lower and now press out. 
it, sh it will probably feel quite intense. Thank you. Intense. You will feel it. How much neglect these inner legs have had. And now lift your butt up a little, fingers back to the floor. Spin the heels out. Straighten your legs and then fold down between them. Just let gravity take you. Legs straight, uh huh. Now bend your knees, walk your feet back onto your mat. Hip width. And then bend your knees, step your left foot back. Come up onto both blocks, turn them up probably tall. Set them in line with your front ankle, so not in front of your ankle. Scoot your left foot back again. Remember your, your split. The leg, the feet should be about five feet apart, roughly. Now turn your left heel, that's the back heel. Turn the left heel to the left so the leg is rolling in. So the, the left is the wall that I'm not at. Now lift your chest, flatten your back. So your heel is looking that way, toward the wall on the left side of the room. Then. Keep your back flat, straighten your right leg slowly, but when you do, keep your left hip going down toward the floor. But keep lifting your chest, lifting your tailbone. It's that back bend on hands and knees that you did. And now we can find out how much neglect the hamstrings have endured. But lift your chest up, look forward, flatten the back, dip it in. Now bend the knee a few inches, halfway to where it was in the lunge, just about halfway to there. Then try to curve your low back in here. Try to get that curve and then re-straighten the leg with the curve. And then bend the knee back to the lunge. Step your left foot forward, just keep your blocks where they are, and step the right foot back for the other side. First into the high lunge. Lift your chest, lift your head, look forward. Your back knee, turn it inward. That means toward the left. So the right heel turns to the right so that the leg is rotating inward toward your center. Now imagine someone came up beside you, beside the right hip, that's the back leg hip, and they held it down so it won't go higher than the other hip. Keep that image that someone's keeping the right hip where it is, straight in the front leg. Go slow enough. Put the blocks under your shoulders, not out to the side. Under your shoulders. And straighten the leg. Stick your butt up, chest up, but keep the right hip turning down. Remember that image. Someone's supporting that hip to stay down. Also, if you keep the back heel turning out, knee in, it'll do it. It'll help you do it more fully. Lifting through your chest, lifting the tailbone. Then bend the front knee halfway to the lunge so your knee is like a few inches bent. Pause there with level hips. Stick your butt up, chest out. Really curve the low back in more as deeply as you can. And then keep that as you work the leg straight once more. Keep the chest lifted. 
And then rebend the front knee. Step, put the blocks out of the way. Downward dog, stepping back. Remember the from hands to feet, it's a long stride. Feet wider than the hips. Then bend the knees a nice amount. Open them up. Keep the heels opening out. But now pull the low back in. Not your chest moving down, but pull the low back in without your chest getting lower. Then keep pulling in. Stretch the legs straight. And reach through the legs and arms fully. And then exhaling, slowly lower your knees so they land at the same time, not one than the other, but at the same time. Bring your big toes together again. Knees wider than the hips a bit. Child's pose. Sit to your heels, forehead toward the floor on a block. And rest your arms. Feel your breath. And now use your hands to bring you up to sitting on your heels. How are we feeling? You all heated the room up. All right, swing your legs out from underneath you. Take all of your props and move them toward the back of your mat. So does anyone uh, have an idea of what the importance of the low back curving in is? What's the importance of that? Energetically, it can be, but on a physical level, what is on a physical level? Do I? Oh, not really. I mean, it helps protect it, helps it keep it safer. But what is what's happening when you sit or you do your poses? What are with that lower back curve? What's I said something about it when I in the midst of what we were doing. But what's the importance of? the lower back curving in. What's the shape of the lower back? What's, what's it look like? It is the natural curve of your low back. But most of us stand or sit as if the spine's supposed to be straight, which is actually not. So a lot of back problems happen and occur because the lower back is not tipped in. Because then all the discs start pushing backward and you get sciatica problems possibly, a lot of other nasty stuff. So the curve coming in is limited by what? What causes that curve to not want to be there? What pulls it out of the curve? One of the things. Hamstrings, because if they're tight, they're pulling this that way. So for you to get here, they have to stretch. So that's why you probably felt increased hamstring stretch even more so when you did that because of that. Hamstrings are just one component. There's a million different things. All right, so take a blanket, and you can just fold it over the short sides on top so it makes a simple square shape. 
and put that for your neck and head so when you lie back you have a little bit of comfort. But lie on your back with your knees bent. Have your belt in a block within reach. And we're just going to do a brief little supine series. So have your, your knees bent, your feet about hip width apart, maybe. Feet looking straight ahead. All right, have your belt in your hand and then bring your right knee toward you and put a belt across the ball of your foot holding the belt in each hand, one side each hand. Stretch your legs straight up. So the knee is straight. There's enough belt so that your arms can be straight. And just be there. But get the leg, the right knee completely straight. So give yourself enough to do that. Okay. But the belt's on the ball of your foot. So you got the heel, an arch, and a ball of the foot. Put it on the ball. And then pull your toes, the right toes, towards your knee. Pull them down as you reach your heel up. And just feel what that does. Now bend the knee back into your chest. Slip the belt on the arch of the foot. So it's now in that middle portion. Then stretch the leg up again. And flex the, pull the toes toward the knee. Flex the foot. Any difference in feeling here? So the ball of the foot should have stretched the calf more. The arch will stretch the hamstring more. Because now you're not pulling the ball of the foot towards you. Bend the knee again, put the belt across the heel. You might take a second to get it so it stays there. But once you have it on the heel, then stretch it up. Keep the foot that's on the floor, keep that foot under the knee and the knee in line with the hip so it's not dropping out to the side or anything. But now with the belt on the heel, so it's across the heel bone, flex your foot and pull on the belt a little bit with the knee staying straight. What's the different feeling here? More in the hamstring, yeah? So it's getting deeper. So the more you move toward the ball of your foot, the more stretch will be in the calf and the hamstring. But you get to the heel, you're connecting to the bone, which is going right into the pelvis to help you stretch. All right, bend that knee back, put the foot down, other leg. Ball of the foot to start, and stretch it up. All right, so with the belt on the ball of the foot, flex your foot, spreading open the toes. And then just with a little gentle pull, try to pull the foot toward you. But as you do, keep resisting the thigh away from you. So like a seesaw, the foot end of your leg comes toward you. The upper hip area end of the leg moves away. But relax your eyes. It won't help you stretch your hamstrings. Neither will your tongue or jaw. So let it relax. And then bend the knee enough to put the belt across the arch of the foot. And then stretch that leg up 
from there. And then once you're here, again flex your foot, spreading your toes, but feel the difference in the shift in the stretch. Try to create that curve in the low back. That's another additional action you can work with. And then bend the knee, slip the belt across the heel, and stretch the leg back up so it's straight. And then keeping the foot flexed, but the belt on the actual heel itself, so it goes onto the heel bone. Try to draw the leg toward you without really letting it come that much toward you. And then just bend that knee. Put both feet in the strap, balls of the feet in the strap. And stretch your legs up so that your legs can be straight, your lower back stays flat on the floor. Don't let the lower back start curling up. <clears throat> but bring the feet together, knees together, so it's kind of compact. And then as you flex your feet, pulling the toes back, reach through your heels, kind of reach up, but Remember how in the beginning I was saying, try to push the heels away from each other? So try to press the heels away from each other, almost like you're going to try to separate the feet a little bit, but mostly from the heels moving out. And as you do that, try to arch your low back in. And you'll find new hamstrings. And then bend the knees enough to slip it on the belt on the arch foot. And then stretch up the legs again. And as you keep the legs straight, try to again press the heels away from each other, almost trying to open the, the feet and legs, like trying to spread them to the side. And as you do that, gently pull the legs toward you. You don't actually have to let them move, but pull in that direction slightly and try to curve the low back in. Almost like a stream of water could run from one side of your back to the other without touching your back. And then bend the knees to put it on the heels. <clears throat> so really be on the heel, not so much the arch. And then stretch your legs up, giving yourself enough belt to do it. And again, flexing your feet. Trying to open the heels, pressing out, arching the low back. So it's like the tailbone is really drawing down toward the floor, anchoring down. I have a feeling you'll be reminded of me tomorrow with any soreness you might have. Bend your knees, slip the belt off, hug the knees into your chest.
And then keeping the knees together, take the knees to the left, all the way to the floor. Once they land, place your left hand on your top knee to hold the knees there, and then stretch your right arm up to the ceiling, and then out to the right for a twist. But as you do, curve the low back in to get that curve. Soften your face, your eyes. And then keeping the knees together, bring them back up and go over to the right, all the way to the floor. When the knees land, put your right hand on the knee, top knee. Keep the knees up towards your chest a little bit. And then pressing down, reach up through the left arm and then out in a diagonal, sort of, to the left. Soften your eyes. Soften your jaw. Soften your belly. Slowly bring the knees back up to center and then place your feet back onto the floor. Take your second blanket. Just try to stay lying on your back, but take the second blanket and just roll it up a bit so it kind of makes a blanket, like a, a roll that's about as wide as your mat. So I'd roll it from the longer end so it makes a little bolster and then so you have it kind of in a starting fold and then roll it so it'll be about as wide as your mat. Then once you have the roll, then place it under the backs of your knees. So you open it and now roll it from this edge so it makes it a little wider. So you can place it under the backs of the knees and thighs to support them. It may feel even better to put them more under the middle of the thighs so it's right at the hamstring level. And then just stretch your legs out and spread the feet so they're about as wide as your mat. And let the legs just relax there. And then open your arms so they're almost out in line with the shoulders. So they're almost at a T-shape, but not quite, if you have the room to do that. And then rotate your whole arm, each arm, to turn the palms to look up at the ceiling and then let the arms rest and close your eyes. And just allow your legs to become heavy. Let the arms become heavy. Let the wrists and the fingers start to relax so the fingers will naturally curl in toward the palms. Let go in the ankles and the feet so the toes become more relaxed, which will echo up into the relaxation of the hips 
let the belly become more soft so that as the breath moves out, the belly falls deeper inside. allow each breath to be more effortless as you rest.
next breath in. Begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. And then slide your arms overhead and reach through your arms and out through your legs. And then relax. And then press your lower back against the floor as you bend your knees one at a time. And then on an exhalation, roll to your right until you're facing the floor. And then use your arms underneath you to bring yourself up to sitting. And join your hands together in front of your heart. Bow your head. Namaste. Namaste.